0: If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. Welcome back. Today, I'm going to be speaking about lessons that I've learned from grief. I'm a little bit nervous about this episode, I must say, because I'm thinking to myself, I'm not an expert. I've not done research. This is not a dissertation. Who am I to be speaking on this? There are books written about it, but what I'll tell you is that what I'm going to talk about comes from the heart, and as always, I keep it very simple. So I'm hoping that there are some takeaways that are helpful. I'm sure that many of you know that I lost my dear younger sister, Gretchen Butler, this spring unexpectedly due to suicide. It has been five months and while my world has been completely flipped upside down and i've been dealing with heartbreak beyond belief i've also learned a great deal number 1 i've learned that it's okay to allow all of it and when i speak about all of it i'm speaking about emotions emotions that as a society we often like to push aside right i had Wonderful friends send me great books after my sister died, and I really did find them helpful. They were entitled Two That I Remember, Bearing the Unbearable, and It's Okay to Not Be Okay. And both of these books allude to the fact that we live in a society that is uncomfortable with grief. But here's what I'll tell you. Myself and my family really learned to just embrace it, As I've told my patients for years and years as a family physician, when they lose someone that they love dearly, I would say to them, yes, I know you're grieving. When you love hard, you grieve hard. And so I've found it a complete honor to have such grief because to me, it is proof that my love for my sister was through the roof. So of course, my grief is going to be equally deep but i would just have to say that allowing all of it means letting it be knowing that there's not one right way in which to grieve the other thing that i recognized was that i recalled a book from high school i believe the book was uh, on death and dying by elizabeth kubler-ross and a lot of us have heard a lot about that and I've subsequently learned that this was a book that was written on her research with folks who were dying, right? They'd been given a diagnosis and dying, and they had the stages of grief. Uh, Many people state that that is the stages of grief as in after someone is gone. And so, of course, when all these different emotions were coming at me, I just accepted them. But Many times when people are grieving, they think to themselves, this is crazy. This is not linear. This is not what it's like supposed to be. And again, in allowing all of it, I've learned to allow change of emotions every couple of minutes, right? One moment I'm so heartbroken and the next I'm angry beyond belief. Like what in the world? It's just going around and around. And then I'm in disbelief. And I'll tell you what, there is not One right way. And even though these emotions are uncomfortable, by allowing all of it, you just continue on your journey, right? My brother in law and I, we were talking about this, you know, soon after Gretchen had died and just about like what we were feeling that day or maybe just in that moment. And we came up with this idea um, of, and if there are little ones in the room, put their earmuffs on a shit smoothie. I know it sounds super disgusting, but basically what you're doing is you're pouring in all the emotions into a blender and you're zooming it up, right? You're making a smoothie and then you just take it all in. The good with the bad, the love with the disbelief, the anger with the sadness. Just whirl it up and drink it. I know it sounds kind of gross, but um, I found it helpful to discuss it in that way and we could laugh about it a little bit like this is not awesome and yet this is kind of what we have to do. Another way I started to talk about it was kind of the merry-go-round, right? Emotions would come and go and just when you think you got over it all, it would come back again, right? So certainly not at all linear And just allowing it to happen instead of gripping and fighting against it, just going with the momentum, right? I found that to be very helpful. I mean, there were certain emotions that I learned to not really love. Um, Disbelief was one of my least favorite, right? Because it brought me back to the initial uh, trauma and sadness of it all. And yet I didn't fight it, I didn't resist it, I just allowed it to be there. And you know what? The more I practice this, the easier the emotions would come and go because they are going to come and go. And so by allowing and accepting all of the emotions, I think it's really just helped me move along on my journey of grief. And as I previously mentioned, there is no right way. And as a family, we've come together and we talk about it. And I think it's just fascinating the way we're supporting one another and how friends and family are supporting us and really just being open to the fact that everybody is going through this differently and that's all okay. One little gift that I've received from grief is that my love and gratitude for my family and my health has gone through the roof. I've always considered myself to be a pretty grateful person and pretty um, much one who speaks very grandly of my love for others. And yet experiencing this sort of tragic loss makes it so much clearer how blessed I truly am with my health, with my family, with my friends. And so the richness of the good really shone brightly And I know that sounds crazy, but when you have the contrast of the deep sadness, the deep loss, I've also found that the other extreme, the richness of saying I love you and the greatness of a warm hug from a friend or family is astounding. And more than I've ever experienced before is just a little hidden gift within the grief it's such a paradox. So while this has been one of the most difficult summers of my life, it's also been one of the most amazing. My joy has actually increased. My gratitude has actually increased. My love has increased despite the heaviness of grief. The third gift that I have received from learning more about grief, being on this journey that I never intended to be on, is that the little things that used to really worry me and bother me, don't bother me anymore. The little things that used to get my feathers ruffled, I just think to myself, this has nothing on what I'm dealing with currently. And so I just find that fascinating. I've heard, of course, people say in the past, quote-unquote don't sweat the small stuff and it was hard for me to understand because I'm someone who's been wired um, to be a bit anxious and to be wound a bit tightly right to be pretty driven like many of my listeners and so even though I like intellectually knew that I shouldn't get upset about these little things it was really hard for me not to feel stressed in my body well I'll tell you what I hope that you never have to experience this extreme grief, but again, I am finding that this hidden little gift of not worrying about little things really is true. And so I just invite you to see if you can turn down for yourself, if you get stressed about little things, to just turn down the dial a little bit. Now, I know it's just... Impossible to turn it off completely um, just in one sitting, but just to kind of be mindful, like, hmm, I wonder if it's possible for me just to be a little less upset about that, right? And I'm sharing that with you because, again, I know I've struggled with this tremendously in the past. The final thing that I've learned about grief, and I'm sure there are many things that I'm forgetting, is that I have a voice. Whether this is the first podcast that you're listening to of mine, or whether you've been a listener since January, and this is the 30th podcast that you're listening to, I have a voice, and the voice is now being turned up and amplified. It's being amplified by myself as I speak up more loudly and on more different platforms, and it's being amplified by others in the community, and I'm ever so grateful because here's the deal, I have things to say, the loss of my sister and the grief that it has brought upon me and my family, and I see it spreading across the community of physician women, not only in my state of Minnesota, but across the nation, it's time that we make a change. It's time that we women stand up and demand what we need and be heard. And my voice has been amplified. And the other thing that grief has given me as a gift is that I have no more F's to give. The worst thing in my life has happened. And so I will speak up loudly. I will be the squeaky wheel. And I will continue to fight for us as women physicians in the culture of medicine to number one, empower ourselves. And number two, demand the change that's needed. And I'm so grateful that grief has given me this gift. That my sister's spirit has whispered in my ear and says, keep talking. Keep talking about your feelings. Keep talking about how it's okay to not be okay. This is a lesson learned from grief. That I no longer care what people think about me and what I'm saying because I have a message that needs to be heard. And so, that's a little feisty, but this is what grief has given to me. It has turned up my volume. It has turned up my messaging. And I just want you to know that I'm grateful to be doing it for all of you. If you have certain things that you want me to share, please contact me. I've been reaching out to some fellow women, and we are going to be getting them on our podcast to further amplify the voices of women who are making changes in medicine. And this is something that I would not have been able to do, but for grief. It's a lesson learned. I can go out of my comfort zone in order to make a bigger difference. Because in my life, the worst thing has happened. And as I've been recently joking with my parents, that God gave me this voice, and maybe I got in trouble in middle school for speaking up out of turn, but now I'm turning the volume up, and I'm going to use this as a gift for others. And in wrapping up today, I will tell you that we all experience grief on different levels on the regular. This past year and a half with the COVID pandemic has created lots of grief for many of us. All of our grief is equally important to be shared and acknowledged. And ultimately, I would say to allow and accept the grief, the sadness that we have, allows it to flow through us and we're more easily able to move forward. Please let me know if you have any questions or concerns. If you'd like more support, whether it's with grief or just life and the stress that we deal with as physician mamas, please come join my Facebook group at Mama Stress Rx, and we love to see you there. Until next week, peace and love to you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult. www.mamadoclifecoach.com